Good afternoon and welcome to Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio here on the Royal Kingdoms Podcast. It's Friday, December 23rd, 2022. Welcome to our Christmas edition, episode 57. Triumph of the skies with 
by gospelriver.com and joy to the world by U.S. Army field soldiers. This marks our 57th episode. Praise God. I am Sister Noelia and I will join you along with Sister Yira on this 57th podcast and our Christmas edition entitled Our Glorious King Yeshua Hamashiach. We wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Today we celebrate the New Covenant brought to us by the birth of King Yeshua, as explained in Matthew 1, 18-23. Joseph accepts Jesus, Yeshua, as his son. This is how the birth of Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, in a dream, and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him 
the name Jesus, Yeshua, because he will save his people from their sins. All of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Hallelujah. Please. 
God, hallelujah. Angels We Have Heard on High by U.S. Army and Mary Did You Know by Sister Yida. Thank you for joining us today as we reflect on our glorious King Yeshua HaMashiach on our Christmas edition of episode 57. We have quite a lineup as we celebrate a son who will be born to take away the sin of the world and hold everlasting life and reign in glory forever. This is the true meaning of celebrating Christ the King.
like to give thanks to Navy Band Southeast for O Holy Night. All praises and glory to our King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Yeshua HaMashiach. We hope you have taken in our recent podcasts because they offer hope and truth in our Lord God through King Yeshua, who is the one true living God and no other can take his place on the throne. He is the God of all truth and his glory will always prevail. Hallelujah. If this is your first time joining us, thank you for listening in. I am Sister Noelia and Sister Yida will be presenting our glorious King, Yeshua HaMashiach. We want to express that we do this podcast for the love of God. We will never ask for a donation because we want the integrity of the Lord's message to always remain pure. We would like to thank our music support by GospelRiver.com, as well as some of the independent artists who have contributed to this very program. You can find us here on the Royal Kingdoms Podcast, on Podbean, on iHeartRadio, Listen Notes in LA. Please download it and share it. Also encourage others to join in to listen to these messages. Once again, thank you for joining us and sharing the good news of the great hope and our living King Yeshua. You must never forget all things are made possible by the Lord God Almighty through Yeshua HaMashiach, for He is alive, lives, and reigns. Amen. Today and every day we are here marks a blessed reminder of why we have this opportunity to discover our Lord and Savior, Christ the King, Yeshua, HaMashiach.
Thanks to John Salus for O Little Town of Bethlehem. Let's begin with our Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And please help us not to fall into temptations or transgressions, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Joyful and triumphant, O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ, 
the Lord. Sing choirs of angels, sing in exaltation, sing all ye citizens of heaven above. Glory to God in the highest. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. Yeah, Lord, we greet thee, born this happy morning, Jesus, to thee be all glory given. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing, oh come let us adore him, oh come let us adore him, oh come let us adore him, Christ the Hallelujah, the first Noel, and thanks to Yida for come all ye faithful. Praise God, holy is his name, Yeshua. Welcome once again. We have made it to another Christmas. Praise God. Praise his holy name. I understand this year has been a long and trying year for many. I have witnessed many hardships. On many of the saints. We know our God is the everlasting God. So be of good cheer and keep your faith and hold on to Yeshua, Jesus, because he is alive and he lives. Let's give praises to him today, our heavenly King Yeshua, Jesus. He is alive. Hallelujah. Praise you, King Jesus. Thank you for helping us and lifting us up. Many are preparing for family gatherings, meals, gifts, decorations, but today we're going to focus on the real meaning of the birth of Christ, the reigning King, Yeshua, for his name is above all other names. His name is of everlasting. His name redeems. His name heals. His name delivers. Mighty is King Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
thanks to gospelriver.com for bread of life. Yes, our Lord is the bread of life. Hallelujah. Let's please turn to Exodus 3:14 through 15. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shall say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. First, we turn to Hebrews chapter 1. God's supreme revelation. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in the past to the fathers by prophets, has in these days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things. Through him also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the expressed image of his person, and upholding all things by the world of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they, the Son exalted above angels. For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. And again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. But when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all the angels of God worship him. And all the, of the angels, he says, who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But to the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A sculptor of righteousness is the sculptor of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain, and they will all grow old like a garment. Like a cloak, you will fold them up, and they will be changed, but you are the same, and your years will not fail. But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand? till I make your enemies your footstools. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Throughout the Old Testament, God uses his chosen prophets to speak to his people. He also uses various methods to get his messages across. And every message that came to pass, it was experienced in a short time. However, as in Daniel, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, and even Isaiah, 
the future events would take place in latter days. He spoke to Moses by a burning bush, Exodus 3. He spoke to Elijah by a still, small voice, 1 Kings 19. He spoke to Isaiah by a heavenly vision, Isaiah 6. He spoke to Hosea by his family's crisis, Hosea 1-2. And he spoke to Amos by a basket of fruit. These last days, this term refers to the age of Messiah. It may be a long period, but it is the last period. Hamashiach is Hebrew for Messiah. So when we look to the Old Testament, God Almighty is speaking to us through prophets, but a change is being pointed to here in Hebrews by which Yeshua HaMashiach will now take the word of God, but in first person. He will now deliver a direct example to us as God in the flesh will be before us in ministering, healing, and purging sin in Hebrews 1.4. Yeshua HaMashiach is described as the following by God himself. Christ the heir, Christ the creator, Christ the revealer, Christ the sustainer, Christ the redeemer, Christ the ruler, and Christ supreme. Here is a set posture. Yeshua is higher than humans, angels, or anything else. He inherits all things. Thereby God Almighty set him as ruler, king of all kings, a title nothing or no one could match. Sit at my right hand. In Psalms 110.1, it says that the Messiah has this exalted place and posture in heaven. Anyone who sits in the divine's presence shows that they have the perfect right to be there. There are no seats for angels around the throne of God because they are continuously busy praising God and serving Him. At the invitation of God the Father, sit at the right hand of God the Father. So looking into prophecy about Yeshua's arrival, we heard it said in many instances. Here we mention several. In Isaiah 7, 14, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah 9, 6-7 For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of the hosts will perform this. In Isaiah 11, 1, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Jeremiah 23, 5, Behold, the days come, said the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch. 
and a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. Zechariah 9.9 Rejoice, O daughter of Zion, shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass, and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. Luke 2, 15 to 20. And it came to pass, as angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let's now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that they had heard, it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Now this passage of John in particular speaks loudly of who is set to come. John 1, 9-14 That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become sons of God, to them that believe it on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, and the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I mention these to show how all of this came to pass and how by God, the Father's promise, we would receive a sheer gift from heaven, one that could only fulfill God's promise and place mankind on a forward path and direction that only allows for their very own survival in the face of the one true God. As special as this plan is, it has far surpassed any previous covenants. In the First Testament, the people of God took oaths and then immediately broke them as quickly as they had promised. God never breaks his oaths, but man does because man errs from birth until he is reconciled to God. In the Old Covenant, the Old Covenant does not allow this because transgression means death. And in this passage from Jeremiah 31, God shows that something was lacking in the Old Covenant because a new covenant was promised 
In the days of Jeremiah, the new covenant was still in the future because he wrote a new covenant 31. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand and to lead them out of the land of Egypt, but my covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, said the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin, I will remember no more. It was a one-time deal, and no one who comes with a humble and repentant heart will be turned away. This plan far surpasses all previous failures of the promises of men to God Almighty through disobedience. And now the work of Yeshua, Jesus, cannot be undone, and no one or anything can challenge it. Placed in holiness and righteousness by the hand of God, nothing can replace this plan of Yeshua, Jesus' gift of redemption and salvation and to reign as the King of Kings. Hallelujah! In Hebrews 8, we find the new priestly service. Now, this is the main point of the things that we are saying. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord erected, not a man. For every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it is necessary that this one also have something to offer. For if he were on earth, he would not be a priest, since there are priests who offer the gifts according to the law, who serve the copy and shadow of the heavenly things as Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle. For now he has obtained a more excellent ministry inasmuch as he is also meditator of a better covenant, which was established on better promises, a new covenant. For if that covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second. Because finding fault with them, he said, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant. And I disregarded them, says the Lord, for this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel, after those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws 
in their mind and write them on their hearts. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. None of them shall teach his neighbor and none of his brother saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least of them to the greatest of them. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sin and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. In that day, he says, a new covenant. He has made the first obsolete. Now what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. In Hebrews 8, God has set a foundation that can withstand the test of time because he poured himself out in flesh and came to earth in the body of Yeshua, Jesus, destroying all boundaries. Although earthly priests still submit to the authority of Almighty God, Yeshua, Jesus, is not an earthly priest. He super exceeded that title. He didn't have to. Jesus, Yeshua, was not qualified to serve as a lowly earthly priest. There are priests who are qualified to serve in the priesthood according to the law of Moses. However, Moses was a servant of God. Yeshua was not. Earthly service, though honorable in human eyes, is really only a copy and shadow of the superior heavenly service, which, I might add, is still not in keeping with our heavenly King, Yeshua Jesus. In Exodus 25.40, tells us that Moses' tabernacle built on earth was made according to the pattern that existed in heaven. This pattern which was shown to you, Moses, on the mountain, 2540. Hence, there is a heavenly temple that served as a pattern for the earthly tabernacle and temple. Yeshua's ministry as our high priest takes place in this heavenly temple, not in the copy and shadow built on earth. Yeshua came as the sacrifice. He stated in John 2.19, Jesus answered, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up again. If this temple is destroyed, it would be rebuilt in three days. Yeshua is the temple, no earthly building. Yeshua, Jesus, is the vessel. And our wineskins must be renewed to receive the cleansing of our souls by His blood. The advantages of the new covenant are... Jesus, Yeshua, is already destined to succeed because he will not succumb to enemies on earth through sickness, weakness, or sin because Yeshua cannot be defeated. He is destined to triumph and nothing can overpower him or his authority. He is God in the flesh. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Let's turn to Hebrews 9. Then, indeed, even the first covenant had ordinances of divine service and the earthly sanctuary. For a tabernacle was prepared, the first part in which was the lampstand, 
the table and the showbread, which is called the sanctuary. And behind the second veil, the part of the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer and the Ark of the Covenant overlaid on all sides with gold, in which were the golden pot that had the manna, Aaron's rod that budded, and the tablets of the covenant. And above it were the cherubim of glory, overshadowing the mercy seat. Of these things we cannot now speak in detail. Now, when these things had been thus prepared, the priests always went into the first part of the tabernacle performing the services. But into the second part, the high priest went alone once a year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the people's sins committed in ignorance. The Holy Spirit indicating this, that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest while the first tabernacle was still standing. It was symbolic for the present time in which both gifts and sacrifices are offered, which cannot make him who performed the service perfect in regard to the conscience. Concerned only with foods and drinks, various washings, and fleshly ordinances imposed until the time of Reformation. But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come, with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without a spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. For where there is a testament, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is in force after men are dead, since it has no power at all while the testator lives. Therefore, not even the first covenant was dedicated without blood. For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and goats with water, scarlet wool, and hyssop, and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you, Then likewise he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry, and according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood, and without shedding of blood there is no remission. Therefore, it was necessary 
that the copies of the things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Not that he should offer himself often, as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with blood of another. He then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world, but now once, at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself, and as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment. So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time, apart from sin, for salvation. Praise the living God. The new covenant works obedience through the law written in their mind and on their hearts. Therefore, men cannot make excuses or blame earthly priests or men for not opening up to God through Yeshua HaMashiach. The new covenant also features greater intimacy with God than what was available under the old covenant. The new covenant offers a true, complete cleansing from sin, different and better than the mere covering over of sin in the old covenant. The significance of a new covenant is that it overrides the old covenant. The message was clear to these discouraged Christians from Jewish backgrounds who thought of going back to a more Jewish faith. They simply can't go back to an inferior covenant, which was ready to completely vanish away. The goal of the old covenant was to discover sin, to condemn it, and to set a fence around it. The goal of the new covenant is to declare the love, grace, and mercy of God, and to give repentance remission of sin, and eternal life. The Old Covenant ends in bondage through no fault of its own. The New Covenant provides true liberty. The Old Covenant was confined to the descendants of Abraham through Isaac and Jacob according to the flesh. The New Covenant is extended to all nations and races under heaven. The Old Covenant was designed to prepare the way for the new covenant and then pass away as a principle of God's dealing with men. The new covenant was designed to last forever. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So there you have it. Why a little baby born in Bethlehem came to be and decorated as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. That at the name of Jesus, Yeshua, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue shall acknowledge that Yeshua, Jesus Christ, is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Philippians 2.10.11 The Lord humbled himself by taking on the form of a human man and becoming a servant to all. Even though Jesus, Yeshua, is divine, 
He humbled himself in order to become like us, went through the same temptations, difficulties, and struggles as we do, and still triumphed. Yeshua never sinned in his life, even though he was tempted in the same way that we are in our everyday lives. In Hebrews 4.15, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to emphasize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. This does not mean that everyone will believe in Jesus or Yeshua, nor does it mean that everyone will be saved automatically, because salvation comes through a conscious choice and commitment to believe in Christ the Lord. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is a gift from God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Ephesians 2, 8-9 All has been given unto us, by our Father God in King Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the living God. Thank you, Father. Let's now read Psalm 115. To your name give glory. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory, for thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. Wherefore should the heathen say, Where is now their God? But our God is in the heavens. He hath done whatsoever he hath pleased. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noses have they, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither speak they through their throat. They that make them are like unto them. So is every one that trusteth in them. O Israel, trust thou in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Ye that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord hath been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Ye are blessed of the Lord which made heaven and earth. The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. When you think of our Father God, He is all-powerful to save, but we must choose Him. God came to earth as a fragile baby. He counted His time on earth through Yeshua to accomplish His fulfillment. He knew His enemies would kill Him. That too was a prophecy. 
I certainly hope whoever's listening to this podcast today will offer your life to King Yeshua. And if you are willing, let's recite a repentance prayer now. So you can also find one in your Bible in Psalm 51. Okay, let's repent to our Lord God right now, today, as tomorrow is not promised to us. Give your life to Him. Please stop whatever you're doing and let's pray this redemption prayer together. Prayer for a new life and repentance for salvation. My Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I humbled myself before you today. I am truly sorry for my sinful ways and my evil deeds against you, Lord God, and deserve your original penalty of death. I do believe that Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, is the Son of the living God, and I believe that you sent Yeshua, who became flesh, to dwell among us. I believe he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my sins. I believe that Yeshua resurrected from the dead after three days by the power of the Holy Spirit, and that at this moment he is hearing my confession of sin in this prayer. I open the door of my heart and I invite you into my heart, Lord Yeshua. Please wash all of my filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed in my place on the cross at Calvary. I know you will not turn me away, Lord Yeshua, for you will forgive my sins and save my soul. I know because your word, the Bible, says so. In John 6, 37, your word says that you will not turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. I thank you, Lord Yeshua HaMashiach, for saving my soul. And I will show my thankfulness by doing as you command and sin no more. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, what a gift, what a gift. The one true gift of life everlasting. Praise you and thank you, God. Thank you, King Yeshua HaMashiach. Thank you. Give praise and give praises to King Yeshua for all his mercy and love over your life. Never forget what our Lord God has done for you today and in the next day and the days ahead. Remember his goodness. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All praises to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy
So for many people, Christmas can mean many things, but for those who believe in God, it means eternal life through the work of Yeshua on earth. His story is the greatest story in history because it takes we people from poorest to richest by His works, His stripes on the cross, his blood covered all our sins, and it seals the union for us with God when accepting Yeshua's gift of salvation. Some scholars might debate the exact date of Christ's arrival on earth. However, he arrived and he brought all things from death to eternal life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The true meaning of the season is Christ, our glorious King. Amen. A Merry Christmas to all. Hallelujah. Yes, I believe that He is God and He is the tabernacle also that God built, not man. And He came to earth being God in the flesh. He died and resurrected for us and throughout all these Still, he was at the same time remaining in heaven. That is why his offering of atoning for our sins is infallible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because only he could offer a perfect sacrifice. That's why he broke the veil and he opened a way for us that in a way can be also compared in a certain manner to when he opened the way through the sea, and they went through a dry path Amen. when they crossed the Red Sea. Absolutely. And that is symbolizing what the Lord will do also in an eternal sense in the New Testament. So we thank you, Father, for opening this way for all the ones that believe in you. Amen and amen. I totally agree with Yira. That pathway in the parted Red Sea is what Yeshua has brought to us here on earth. He is that pathway. He is that guidance to the, through those channels of salvation. Amen. That is a straight and narrow path to you, the Father, the King, Yeshua. Amen. So I hope you are having a wonderful time with your family and that you're embracing this day of praising and acknowledging 
receiving a king of king and a lord of lords because yes him yeshua coming in as in the flesh he decided to do this he didn't have to do it he decided to step down from his throne in heaven and come here amen and make it known who he was and as you found in the passages today he really was not accepted by many because they didn't recognize that he was God in the flesh, which was sad, but it also was for his glory because the people then got to know him and, and now we have this gift of salvation. So it's amazing for me that he humbled himself as a fragile child just to come here to be with us, to dwell with us, to live with us, and to teach us, and to heal us. So I cannot praise our Father enough. Thank hallelujah, Father. hallelujah. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And the Thank Psalms you, 115 was important today because we need to understand, every one of us, that it's not because of our goodwill that we automatically have salvation in heaven. It's because God has ordained this. God has made it possible for us. And we have to praise Him for that and recognize that. Amen. So we hope that this podcast has brought you closer to God today in another sense of understanding just who He is. That He humbled Himself. No other king has ever done that. Only He has. Exactly. No. So, yes, I believe that we must continue trusting in the Lord, being truthful and sincere, completely truthful with the Lord, and follow the Lord. This is very important. This is what he expects of us. As in this new covenant, he has written his laws inside our hearts. Hallelujah. He wants to see us bearing fruit, he wants us to retain His Holy Word in our hearts and remain in Him, Amen. bearing a lot of fruit. Yes. Hallelujah. So glory be to God, and I hope uh, that this encourages you and that mainly that this will glorify God. And we hope that you are having a very good Christmas. May you continue to be blessed by God. Glory be to you, Father. Amen. Amen. May you bless God by doing His will for your life on this earth. And right now, we must really cling to God, all you saints out there. Amen. Because we're in some hard times. Yes. But God is going to prevail. God is going to win it. God was never defeated even when they put him on the cross. Amen. So that is our God. And it may look pretty, you know, really hard right now, but it's not going to remain that way. When God restores all things, it's going to be a beautiful place, a beautiful kingdom Hallelujah. with beautiful garments and love and happiness and love everlasting because we will be with our king once and for all. Thank you, Father. The one and only king. No earthly kings no more, Father. Only your heavenly king. 
Amen. and your heavenly kingdom. Amen. So thank you to everyone who has participated in our podcast today, 57. We will look for you in the next podcast. Yes. We hope you have a wonderful Christmas with your families all across the world. And please put the Lord in your heart. Put him in your heart. Open your heart. Circumcise your hearts. Amen. And keep them, keep yourself upright and, and, and abide by him. Amen. And may God keep every one of us upright. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive our King. Let every heart prepare Him room. to give thanks to gospelriver.com all the independent artists and the u.s army band for all of the music that was contributed to episode 57 we thank you for joining in and listening to our episode 57 our glorious king yeshua hamashiach you can find us on podbean iHeartRadio. Listen Notes in LA. We look for you in the next podcast. Merry Christmas and God bless. Amen. have been listening to fruit of thy spirit radio here on the royal kingdoms podcast thanks for listening